Warriors Life Podcast 2020, episode 19. I'm Will Evans here with Brad Larking, uh, coming at you early this week, but not early enough. Brad, you got to be quick these days if you want to revel in a great Warriors victory before it gets overshadowed by um, off-field news. Yeah, it's just rolling in constantly in the moment. <laughs> evening, Will, evening. Yeah. yeah, it's loose. We need to get that in early this week, or else it's old news by the time we get ourselves out of bed to do this. Yeah, geez, if, one thing after the other at the moment. Um, no time to catch our breath after a fine one over the Tigers. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a nice, it was a good watch actually, wasn't it? It was nice just if we're going to touch on that first up. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, did you enjoy it? I enjoyed um, it. Yeah, I th- oh, definitely my uh, favourite win of the year. I thought it was the best win of the year, um, given the standard of the opposition. You know, the other teams we've beaten this year have been pretty ordinary teams or going very ordinary at the time. Tigers sort of right around that top eight area and um, we ran them down a couple of times. Our first win away from Gosford um, for the year as well. Uh, so yeah, I definitely thought it was their, their best uh, best of the season so far. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, it was awesome. I loved the re-emergence of our old friend, the offload, but a second oh, phase. Yeah. That second phase helps a team that hasn't got the skill to beat them on the front foot. You know, it, it suits our team. We haven't got the skill, but the second phase, that's what disrupts. No one can plan for second phase. So, yeah, I love seeing the little offloads. Yeah, they, they were doing it uh, relentlessly, and, yeah, I think Tavanga had uh, six offloads in the end. Lockie Bird really? chipped in with a few. Uh, it's good stuff, all right. Um, but yeah, didn't old Lockie have a game? Oh, best, best for the club, I thought. Uh, best game that he's played for the club he was um is it yeah. his hair? what's different about his hair i think it's the headband that's different from um last year makes it makes him look a bit more imposing it does but, but it yeah, does keep it going he uh racked up some just on um locky burr there he racked up some big numbers off the bench 17 runs for 150 meters and yeah and the three offloads just um he, just, he, he seemed to be all over it yeah, he did. How many tackles did he punch out? Uh, 23, so, you know, decent contribution there, but, yeah. What's the bench? Because of what he get minutes-wise? 40-odd minutes? Um, I don't have that in front of me, but, yeah, probably playing a little bit. that though, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. Gee, what's a 80-minute gap? That's some good metres, man, and sort of that sort of time period. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, he's only behind um, Tohu for, as far as our forwards go, running metres-wise, or and Jazz with... But Jazz was uh, superb again. He was awesome, man. 168 really? metres, uh, led, led the team with 42 tackles. And, yeah, again, those offloads were pretty crucial to the win. A couple of um, errors and, and missteps there, as per usual. But um, that's Jazz, and, yeah, just love his, yeah, love his energy. Yeah, part and with him, isn't it? Yeah. Um, if we're looking at some of our other strong performers, Hetherington, outstanding again. Line break there as well as his uh, 139 meters, 34 tackles. Um, he was nope. outstanding. Um, nice move, putting them on an edge. Yeah. Real nice move. Yeah, um, and quick play the balls as well. Um, two point two point eight two seconds average play the ball. Anything sort of three to three and a half is regarded as pretty, pretty sharp. So uh, is that right? Is this a thing there? Yeah, down time playing the ball. Yeah, your average play the ball speed. Um, yeah. That, that was uh, fantastic. Elisa Katoa, similar numbers as well. And just, you know, that X Factor, a couple of hands and, and tries and, and some offloads as well. 
Tohu, um, massive again, 41 tackles, 181 metres. Um, I, th I thought Roger was uh, Roger was a lot better this week. Besides, yeah, um, slow start. I didn't yeah. like the look of it at the start. <laughs> no, no. 10, 15, I was like, oh shit, even yeah. he has gone to the dog. But yeah, he had a ripper. He came back. But it was on the back of the team actually having a bit of front football. Yeah, oh, it makes such a difference. And the poor kicking from the Tigers. They were kicking yeah. it down his gut, so he was getting an easy 20, 20 metres on some of those returns. No dramas. It was just on the fall and out of there. Yeah, 26 runs he had, 279 metres, uh, led the way with seven tackle breaks, a couple of offloads, and a couple of forced line dropouts with some very nice little kicks yeah. as well. It was a nice little addition to his game. I, 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 after that first one, I was like, I was sitting on the, oh, not shitting on the couch, sitting on the couch. <laughs> but um, I, yeah, I'd, I'd never noticed the little death touch like him for boot. That, yeah. that, that first one was perfect. Um, I thought our best on the night, and I've been overly critical of him at times, so uh, it's not me just pumping up his tyres. I thought Cody Nicarima was was really good, probably his best all-round performance as a Warriors player for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, I, he annoys me, so at the moment I um, I probably see more negative than positive. In this, but you know how when someone's annoying you, you, you look for yeah. the negative? Yeah, and that's I'm I'm at that stage. And when you sort of had the write up or sent me a text, I think it might have been the second half or something. I don't know when someone put me into like, oh yeah, maybe he did play better than I was picking on him about. <laughs> yeah, but he just seemed to a lot more involved, willing to pop up um, around the park, not just um, sticking in his little channel there on the left. And yeah, laid on both hickers tries. Uh, that great combination with um, Katoa still there. And, uh, yeah, good with the boot. Five from five. Kicked a bit more in um, general play as well. I just, yeah, I thought it was the kind of performance we've been looking for from him. Um, lone players went well, I thought. Understated, but pretty solid. Yeah, no mistakes. Uh, Alvaro didn't do too much. He didn't get much time on the field, did he? But it's exactly yeah. what we thought we were going to get from him. And yeah. Jennings, like Peyton said after the game, he's underdone. He's yeah. not match fit at the moment, but solid, well, no, fully solid. Both of them have only played the one game this year, so I thought to come in and do the job they did was was pretty good. Jennings, 151 yeah. metres, um, and yeah, Alvaro in, in 20 minutes, 18 tackles and 7 runs, so pretty solid from those two guys. Um, I he, thought we smashed first tackle, eh? First run that <laughs> yeah. he come on. Like, oh, here's Alvaro. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he absolutely pumped. Uh, I thought we'd finish off by talking about our hooker rotation because I know you've got some very strong views here uh, on both sides of it. Carl Lawton, uh, I thought he showed he was our our best hooker uh, the other yeah. night. I thought he was great. Great try um, from dummy half to get us rolling. Uh, 30 tackles, just not quite as um, as slick as some hookers going around from dummy half, but just has a really good presence there and, and always looking to spark something. Yeah, he's yeah he's keen to he looked outside the box a little bit more. I think he he's keen to try something, give it a nudge, take the ball up himself. Like you say, his pass isn't as crisp and sharp as a copybook hooker, but yeah, Jesus, he's a he's a competitive little shit. And uh, on the other side of the um, hooker fence, there, Wade Egan getting plenty of time off the bench. Um, your your thoughts initially there. Oh, this dude's starting to break me, man. <laughs> He's starting to break me. There's no-look passing 
up. He just sat copped up Tohu Harris a couple of times, just with the no-look pass, for no reason at all. And then just trying to barge over two wasted tackle in their 10-metre line. When there was three markers there in front of him, and he still tried to bait. Nah, he's, um, he's breaking me a little bit, this guy. It's the no-look passes that I can't handle because they are totally pointless. Um, you know, there's no... There's no mystery about who's going to end up with the ball. It's yeah, he's always just looking straight at the defence and then passing it flat. Um, there's no one else who could go to. He's, he's, it's not like he's shaping out the back and and then passing it flat. It's uh, what shits me. He's not a flashy player. He no. can't run. He can't step. And then he thinks he's flashy because he does a no look pass every single time. Like put it away, yeah. put it away. Learn the. It's just like he, he looks like one of those guys that just won't be told. It's because um, when he did shelve it um, against the Broncos, it was his, easily his best game for us so far. Just you know, just played uh, played to his strengths. Not, I just don't get it. Um, but that was a blight on a good night for me. Yeah, him and in that last few minutes. Otherwise, yeah, I thought it was an awesome game. It's a shame we I reckon we had another twelve or so points in us. Jazz had that little fumble playing the ball. I uh, sort of that stymied us sort of getting any more points. I thought we were going to do them by a couple more tries, but yeah. I was still pretty stoked. Of course, we had to come down to that last minute and Lawrence chucking down over the sideline. Yeah. The old heart was beating, but yeah. No. Uh, yeah, Haku with a very mixed bag. I, I, I liked his performance. Uh, two great finishes to score. Um, a couple of d- good defensive plays, but yeah, again, hot and cold. Some mistakes and that penalty in the last minute. Could have uh, cost us a bit of golden point, but yeah, he's, he's rocks and diamonds, but he, he's pretty sharp. That was it. That try that he did get, that one that was he was flirting with the touchline. Was yeah. that from halfway? Did we uh, finally yes, get one from yes, we did. Half? And that was Nicarima and Katara again combining. Um, most of anything that happens long range for us starts with Nicarima and usually involves Katara somehow. So yeah, nice little combination, but brilliant finish from Hicker on that one. And oh, yeah. as you say, very good to see us scoring from outside the twenty for a change. Yeah, because we got did we get another one disallowed from a long way out, or was it just pulled up short? Uh, there's a couple actually. There's a couple of little long range raids that yeah. was quite encouraging. Yeah, willing to try a bit more from um, further back, and that obviously is aided by um, our forwards getting on the front foot and and allowing us to go a bit earlier in the set. Rather than um, you know just tra- yeah. tracking it up and kicking from forty meters out, who was your man of the match? I had from uh, the player ratings. I did have Nick Rama, um with the highest rating. You kind of got me yeah. second guessing myself now, but um, yeah, could no, 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 it's more. I'm the one with the problem. It's me, not you. Okay, um, well, I, I could have gone to any any of those forwards really as well. I thought yeah. they were all superb. Um, and Roger not too far off as well, but just good to feel good about a a win or a Warriors performance really. Um, and it's nice that it's two weeks in a row we've been positive. Yeah, yeah, great. But all of a yeah. sudden this week seems like oh we've done it two weeks now maybe we can stitch another one together. Yeah, that was we haven't seen that two weeks in a row at all after the uh, gallant loss to the Roosters to back it up with a win, a big upset too. They're paying over five dollars for the win. I jumped on them with the um, sixteen and a half point start. I wasn't quite, quite that uh, ballsy, but 
Yeah, in terms of upsets this year, that's one of the bigger ones if you're judging it by your head odds. So, yeah. great stuff. Um, and something to build off. I mean, it's, it's still pretty congested in that middle part of the table. I'm not going to say I'm not going to say we're still in the mix, but you know we beat Manly this week, and you start uh, just getting that little glimmer of something to cling to, anyway. But it's funny. It's nice to the gap between wood and spoon as well. Yeah, it's nice yeah. to get gap in there. We're just yeah. Yeah. We can, we've got the squad to like comparatively to the teams to be vying for that wooden spoon. Yeah. No, no dramas. And if the more we can put a gap of, away from that with the squad we've got. It's a, it's a positive. If we get ninth or 10th, I reckon it's not a bad bad effort for this squad. Well, I'm pretty sure that's what we said at the, at the start of the... Uh, coming out of lockdown, that if we could get around ninth or 10th, that would be a pass mark, um, given you know the obstacles in their way, their injuries and all that sort of thing, and the fact that they're not just not a particularly strong side. Yeah. Um, so yeah, something to aim for, and you know, if you get close to there, who knows what's happening? Who knows what can happen with um, a bunch of those teams sort of stumbling around that that area? Knights on yeah, the slide in seventh. South seem in and out of the eight. Um, Manly and Tigers are all of a sudden under the, under a bit of pressure. So yeah, dragons are climbing. Dragons and sharks are the only ones sort of climbing up a little bit. Rabbits. Still stitching wins together, but you don't know what they're up to. You still don't know who they are. Yeah, beat beat the bad teams, lose to the good teams, so they they probably will end up in eight. But um, we'll come to those sides um, in the round thirteen preview. But later on, um, big news last night and this morning. Um, <laughs> yeah, crazy stuff. This has got to be one of the more bizarre um, stories of the year. Todd Payton revealing live on air on NRL 360 that he'd been offered and rejected the Warriors head coaching job. Uh, what was even stranger, it was a pre-recorded interview he had and then he rang them back after the interview to get a live record of him yeah, on air. Because, he, because he'd since changed his mind about what he was going to do. The, the pre-record had him... Uh, you know, talking up, up how much he was keen for the Warriors job. Oh, okay. And then, so it transpires that he's been uh, been offered it and uh, wants to drop the bomb on NRL 360 that he is rejecting it. I don't know if he ran that past club management, but I don't really understand why it had to happen that way because it, it makes the Warriors look stupid. Um, that they'd, yeah. and, it, and it kind of... Um, it, it kind of hurts their hunt for a full-time coach. If it just sort of a news report had come out or, you know, club statement or whatever, saying Todd Payton has ruled himself out of the running for the Warriors coach job, not saying that he was definitely going to get it, um, that would be far better for the club moving forward because they can... So whoever does eventually get it knows they're not just, um, you know, second choice. Yeah, I dumped them. I dumped him. He didn't dump me. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a real weird. He must have the Cowboys job, eh? Well, he I must don't know. Because he's still tied into an assistant next year at yeah. the Warriors. And so he, the only way to get out of that would be to get a head coaching job. And the only way you would do that was, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's so strange. Yeah. Is he too honest for his own good? Well, I, I don't know. I, I still feel like there's a few. Um 
few questions unanswered by how it all went down. He said it's for family reasons with his, uh, I think, father-in-law um, undergoing cancer treatment yeah. and wants to be in Australia, which is fair enough. Um, but also said there's a couple of other things that he doesn't want to make public. Yeah, so, so that's, yeah, that kind of was just uh, a little bit intriguing in, in itself. Um, I'm surprised it's just like with Cameron George, eh? Well... <laughs> Oh, he sounds like he couldn't organise a piss up in a brew. <laughs> yeah, the, this is the, the whole coaching. This latest development obviously makes it look a lot worse. But you know, it's a shambles, really. If you're gonna, if it's gonna be revealed, you've offered your caretaker coach the job, and then he rejects it. It's a poor look for the club. Makes it harder for what they're trying to achieve and actually getting a coach for next year. Um, and yeah, just just. I just think it's a bit embarrassing. Yeah, the only other thing, if you were a first-year coach and you failed, would you have more chance of being rehired if you failed at the Cowboys or if you failed at the Warriors? Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Um, and he's still going to get the Cowboys job. Been, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he's over the line for that Cowboys job, but... I like him. I'm, and that's the thing. I'm getting about. I was actually, I'm actually, I was starting to get all in on the guy. Especially on, in the weekend, those little games, you could all of a sudden, he said that he intentionally put Hetherington out on that edge yeah. to open it up a bit more, and it worked. It was like, oh, freak. This guy might know what he's talking about. So that's I, what's gutting me about it. I'd been sceptical, um, despite enjoying his, um, you know, everything that he'd said in the, the press conferences, but I. Uh, as everyone else had, but I was sceptical because the results and the performances hadn't really improved that much. Attack, uh, still struggling to put points on the board. But yeah, after that game, I was like, okay, I can see us starting to um, build something here under this guy. 26 points against a a half-decent team. Um, You know, I could just see things on the upswing. And now all of a sudden we've... um, you know, he, he's definitely not going to be there. And the other thing is, so now we've got a coach coaching us for the rest of the year who isn't going to be at the no. club next year. So that's just another... another and then George story. comes out this afternoon saying, oh, I could be weeks, if not months, can and stay the coach. It's like, come on. This is... Well, oh. yeah, there's hardly anyone left now, so it can't be too hard to make well, a call. Isn't Nathan Brown back in the mix again? Yeah, so for some just... Reason? Just looking at the the uh, reported contenders, it sounds like it's down to, um, and this, this is pretty underwhelming, Paul Green, Nathan Brown, Anthony Griffin are the three that are getting thrown around now that it's down to. Um, sucks. That and, actually sucks. I don't want Griffin, and I don't want, who, was, who did we just talk about? Brown. Green's, yeah, Green's probably the only one of that lot that I've taken. It's still not. And... and uh, by the reports this morning, the club hasn't even contacted Paul Green yet. <laughs> Haven't got his number. Yeah. Um, they messaged him uh, on Messenger, but he doesn't. Yeah, they checked it once a week or so. Maybe they just throw in something on LinkedIn or something, hoping he's just waiting for him, <laughs> waiting for him to um, accept the connection. <laughs> got him. To, got to add him to the WhatsApp group. <laughs> Um, yeah, Nathan Brown, well, he had sort of ruled himself out, which was a bit of a relief to, well, to me and a lot of people because I'm not 
totally enamored with his record there. Didn't didn't do much apart from um, somehow trick some good players to come to Newcastle. Results wise, very poor there. And Anthony Griffin, we've gone over this several times about uh, how I think this this just a, there is a little army of uh, Griffin fans out there that are willing to to um, to push his barrow, saying he's the hard nosed, you know, take no shit coach that we need based on almost nothing. Um, it's uh, it's not the personality I want representing my club. No, and you know they the it's they're overlooking why he got punted by the Panthers. He he fell out with a lot of the players. Matt Moreland, his captain, left the club during that last season. He was there. Um, which is obviously not an ideal sign. There's, uh, and I just don't think that Griffin's the guy that we're looking for. Um, no. So, but if they haven't called Paul Green yet, and he's uh, apparently front runner for the Broncos job, you kind of get the feeling we're not going to get him. Um, yeah, and then oh. that leaves Nathan Brown, which is still not even a given that Brown would take it. So, how would you handle the Gr- a Griffin appointment? What would that do for you towards this club? Uh, I think I would just use the next three, four months um, to uh, just talk myself into it. But I, yeah. it would be an interesting um, experiment because I've never disliked a Warriors coach. So, you know, like, yeah. like there's, there's some un, there's some um, unlikable coaches around or coaches that are just, you know, putting their club um, through the ringer. That, and so I feel for, for fans that have had to go through that. That could be us. It could be um, us, yeah. Oh, hopefully, hopefully they sort of that sooner rather than later. I don't want to deal with months of talking about no, who, um, who may be and who won't be. And, and the chances of a... Um, of uh, sort of outsider like Sean Wayne or Wayne Bennett coming over is starting to seem increasingly unlikely. I don't know who this candidate the Warriors kind of claimed behind the scenes they had in the bag that, you know, was experienced yeah. NRL coach with a year to go on his contract was if they're going to uh, throw a deal at, at Todd Payton. Um, so, yeah, the, the whole thing's a bit of a shambles. Already rejected Jeff Tovey and, and the Walker brothers. I don't really understand what the point was of of doing that before they had their ducks in a row. Um, yeah. Because all of a sudden, both of those guys are sounding kind of desirable. <laughs> Aren't they? Yeah, it's, just, it's a circus circus at the moment. Absolute circus. And this. Um, there's no like left field. I just don't see where a left field contender is going to come from, unless they can maybe you know draw someone from over over from Super League. Um, the other X factor that that Cameron George kind of alluded to, and I hadn't really even considered this, but the Warriors could even be based in Australia next season at this rate. There's no um, guarantee that the bubble was well that a Trans Tasman bubble is going to be open by the time next season rolls around. I'm still a big believer in having it there the whole time. I'm still for that anyway, so let it... Yeah. Will that make our signings easier for next year? And I, went, oh, I don't know. Far out. What's, what's happening? What is happening? I don't know. It's so hard to work out what's going on. Yeah. Um, moving on to the, I guess, slightly less um, 
Well, just just as surprising, I guess, but not quite as um, as sh- as uh, shattering news. Blake Green immediately released to join Newcastle. Yeah, that's been out of it. Well, what are Newcastle up to? Are they going to put Man into hooker or something? Yep. So that so Green straight into the team this week. Kurt Mann moved to hooker. Um, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, obviously, that has been prompted by their horrific run of um, injuries at hooker with. Braley, then McCulloch, who only arrived mid-season, and then Connor Watson in the same game as McCulloch, all suffering season-ending injuries. Um, but Kurt Mann's been really good at 5'8", and it's not like he's a proven hooker. So it's yeah. it's, a, it's a gamble, um, moving Mann out of the six. But, yeah, I guess they like what they reckon they're going to get out of Blake Green, and he could um, be the answer for them. I mean... He's, that's what he's made his career around as being a, a great sort of um, right-hand man for marquee halfbacks and he moves in alongside Mitchell Pearce there kind of similar to you know partnerships with Johnson and Cherry Evans and Cronk rather than having to run the show like he'll have Pearce and Ponga who'll handle a lot of the playmaking and kicking he'll just sort of slot in and you know, pick his yeah, that's, that's the luxury that Newcastle have. They've still got an insane half. Shifting man who's been playing well there, but you shift him out and still got Mitchell Pierce there. I, I've got to do something. But yeah, no, all right, it's, it's pretty rapid. It's, yeah. Mm. It's just another surprise. I sort of half called it on the news today while I was working away. And I had to quickly jump on my phone and work out who was going. And yeah, out of it. Out of it, old Greeny, straight away though. Yeah, Maggie, no, no Maggie, give us a bit of respect, eh? Give us <laughs> a week to get that... over it before you put on someone else's jersey. Yeah, I kind of wish we were playing the Knights this week, where it just gets stuck into them a bit. Um, yeah. I guess it gives them a well a better chance of playing the finals. Newcastle seventh at the moment on the side of it, but still right in the mix there. Uh, you wouldn't think he's likely to get a deal at the Knights for twenty twenty one. That was kind of the 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 chatter and um you know being told that he would not be signed beyond this year at the Warriors that he would be released um to another club if it meant you know a better chance of him getting a deal for next year but the Knights probably have no use for him if everyone's back on deck for them um I don't know but maybe if he's playing for the Knights he's getting uh, getting put in the shop window a bit more um than he would be for us so. Yeah, I'll certainly um, watch with intrigue. Um, I'm not overly uh, disappointed to see him go. I mean, I like the guy a lot as a person. It's been hard, to be honest, over the last season and a half to watch him going around with his limitations trying to run this Warriors team. Um, It's been a bit of a futile exercise a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter. This season, <laughs> it doesn't matter what happens with the squad this season. He'll go. Now we'll get to see whether the CHT is. At least he gets a decent trial at half. He'll get what is it, half yeah. a dozen games left or something. Yeah, eight games left. He'll know, and he knows that. You know, unless he plays disastrously, he's basically yeah. got these eight games without the the threat of someone coming back and taking his spot. Um. Which I think is is great for him. He's been pretty disappointing, I think, overall in the chances he has had. Uh, he was yeah. he was good in that win over Brisbane when he um, came on for for Cody after five minutes. But really, yeah, he's yeah. starting in the position where he's meant to be. Yeah, 
So yeah, it's a nice trial. It is a perfect trial, and then whether they need a half next year or not. The um, yeah, the the interesting point about, and we've been gagging for the um, Harris Davida Nicarima combination to get a run, um, just to see how it would look. Uh, you you kind of think Harris Davida is going to have to be the sort of chief organizer, main kicker, which I think does suit him. There's I've seen a bit of sort of talk around uh, just on social media with Green leaving that oh, now that we can't have two running halves. I wouldn't necessarily call Harris DeVita a running half. He's he's more instinctive than Green, obviously, but um, we've seen that he's, he's not shy about kicking, you know, taking the kicking responsibilities or steering the team around. He obviously needs more polish in that area, but... I, he's I a tradesman half. He's definitely yeah. a working half. He doesn't mind putting the shoulder in defence yeah. seat. They've grinded out. Yeah, I, yeah, I've seen people battling that there's no footy brains and data bar in the field. And I sort of hope he proves some baggage yeah, wrong. Because because yeah. I don't think we're going to get too much more um, out of Nicarima than what we saw the other night. I think that's no. that's kind of what we can expect. Um, I don't think he's going to sort of take responsibility for this team now that Green's gone or anything like that. But I think Chanel will respond to the challenge. Yeah, yeah. No, um, oh, yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing if he is any good. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I, I I need some confirmation on his ability at NRL level. I think this year has he hasn't had a chance to show, but he hasn't shown me either anything yeah. too much. Um, just a mini um, history corner before we move on to the Warriors Manly preview. Uh, Blake Green about to play for his seventh club. That equals the premiership record for most clubs played for. Yeah. So the there's two guys. That Who's he been at? Who's Green been at? Uh, so yeah, so Green had he played for f- uh, three clubs before he went to Super League. So he, he debuted at Parramatta in 2007, a couple of seasons at Cronulla, one year at Canterbury. Didn't never really established himself. Uh, then, yeah, four years in in uh, England. And then, yeah. then back two years at Melbourne, one year at Manly, then joined us, and now on to Newcastle. So quite the uh, journeyman. His ninth, ninth club uh, counting Super League. The two guys that he's equaled, um, kind of a, a little-known journeyman in uh, Darian Doherty. He played yeah. um, for seven clubs between 1990 and 2000. Penrith, uh, West. Bulldogs, Illawarra, Hunter, Adelaide, North Queensland. Only and he only managed sixty-seven games altogether. Um, <laughs> but yeah, got around the traps. The other one, uh, former Kiwi international, Tyron Smith. Did he get to seven as well? Yeah, so he had four years at South to start with, and then just went on, just became Belmont, an, an, an absolute. Yeah, he was. But at first, he was at uh, the Cowboys for half a season. Finished that was the '97 Super League season. Finished that year at Hunter Mariners. Uh, they folded, so he joined the Warriors for a pretty disappointing year in '98. Um, went to Balmain, then they merged with West Tigers, so that became his um, sixth club. And then finished off with uh, four seasons at Canberra. Did four seasons at Canberra in the end? Yeah, he did, yeah. He yeah, played uh, more games for them than anyone else, interestingly. How many did Phil Blake end up playing for? Because remember, he was 
the original sort of journeyman. Yeah, um, so Manly South, North, Canberra, St George Warriors, he had six. Yeah. Mm. Quite a few on six, but yeah, a very exclusive club on seven there. And if he can grab a new deal um, for next year, Blake Green would be kind of the first, first player to play <laughs> yeah. for eight, and that would be half of the teams currently in the NRL. Please. A little feather in your cap. What the fuck? Mm. Out of it. Out of it. Um, moving on to the Warriors-Manly game Friday night. It's, uh, it was going to be interesting enough just on the basis of last week's performance. I think the, the uh, Blake Green move gives it, gives it a little bit of an extra edge and I guess the Todd Payton news to a certain extent. Um... <laughs> Big game. It'd be great to see us back it up with another win. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? It's, it's, it's doable. It is doable. Manly are far out. They're pretty terrible. All apart from um, Trevojevic and Daly Cherry, who are still putting in the effort. Jeez, they're playing well in some losing games. But, yeah, it's doable this week, isn't it? Yeah, they're missing uh, Tommy Turbo there. They've come off a couple of wins. They even rolled Parramatta a couple of weeks back and then and then uh, beat the Cowboys up in Townsville, but got absolutely flogged at home by Penrith. Um, yeah, they're just they're looking a bit short on troops. Dylan Walker out after only just coming back. Uh, Brad Parker's also out this week. Still got a good lineup, but they just... Yeah, something's yeah. just not quite happening there at the moment, is there? No, um, and the Warriors obviously bringing a bit of momentum into this one after the win and a good performance against the Roosters. On paper, they've still got it all over us. Um, yeah. We haven't won at Brookvale since 2009, um, but we have won two of the last three. Um, against. And this is the team that we have the worst record against any club in the NRL, current club. So, <laughs> yeah, it's been the struggle. So CHT is the only change. For the team this week. Yeah. Yep, yeah. um, yeah, he's, he's the only change. Then there's a little bit of shuffling, I think, on the extended bench, maybe. But, um, so we've still got Wade on the bench. Yeah, Wade's still on the bench. Yeah, otherwise unchanged. Um, and just just quickly on the, the halves situation, I guess there is still the option to give Adam Kieran a run. He's, I just uh, saw his name pop up in the... In the uh, reserves list, I know they've still got a few supporters around the club and uh, amongst the club's fans, there's quite a few that were pushing for him, saying that he should be the uh, the guy to replace Green instead of Chanel. Just quietly, when I heard the news today, I um, I was semi-hoping, well not hoping, I was, my preference was for it to get Kieran in the run. I noticed him out there last weekend in the warm-up. Oh, thinking yeah. he must be fit again, and I, yeah, I'd, I'd, my preference would be probably. Well, I'd, I'd be I'd be happy to see him um, get a run at centre, but the the idea that he's a better organiser than Chanel, I still haven't seen it. He's only started in the halves uh, for the Warriors in those first three games of last season. Obviously, he had that charm debut and a and an absolute whitewash of the Bulldogs, and then was pretty ordinary um, in the the next two and got dropped. Might have been unfairly, but nevertheless, we still haven't seen no, and Kieran I the organizer. I think I think they think I reckon that they think um, Kieran is a better organizer by default because he's Australian and he's white. <laughs> yeah, and you could be 
spot on. Maybe you're right. Maybe Kieran's a better option on the bench than Wade Egan. Hopefully, Egan. Yeah. Don't get me Egan wrong. Egan what he showed last week, and oh. Kieran would probably be better suited on the bench in oh. that role. Yeah, I've, I've really liked him in that utility role a few times last year. Um, some nice little cameos at hooker. Uh, I thought he was our best player at centre against Canberra in round two before he got injured. Um, so I'm certainly not, certainly not um, yeah, against him coming into the team at all, but I definitely think that Chanel deserves this, this shot first. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough, Will. Okay, mate. Okay. okay. Are we in agreement here? Well, we'll, we'll agree to disagree. All right, all right. No, nah, nah, I think we're in agreement. I think, yeah, no, I think you've put your argument forward, and I'd probably preference would be more caring on the bench and slide yeah. Egan out completely. I just think if Adam Karen didn't have that um, good debut last year, I just feel like that's still influencing people. Um, anyway, move, yeah, moving back to this uh, game on Friday night. Um, yeah, big a big imposing pack. Manly have got Fanua Blake, Tapao, Trubovic. Um, our guys have to stand up. Obviously, it's a you know they did last week, but the Tigers probably don't quite have the same. Uh, the same sort of troops up front. So it's a big ask for, for young Maney and, and Hetherington, Tavanga and those guys. Um, but if they're up to it, then I think we're, we're more on, more than a good chance of going on with it. Even just a good, another good showing. Just mm. three good games in a row. Be competitive. That I, I, can, I can make them snatch this one by two. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the Warriors... I'm, yeah, I'm going the Warriors by two on this one. Yeah, some juicy odds again. I think we're $3 something with a 12.5 point start in our favour. So, yeah, jump aboard. Um, covered very easily the last two weeks. Covered the line, so I'll be uh, getting on the Warriors again. But I'm, I'm more than happy to tip them here, I think. You know, another, another player that we've dirtbagged. Sorry, another... Yeah, sorry to butt in, but another no. player we've dirtbagged that I reckon's showing a little... It's playing better anyway. It's Pompey. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he, I, I, he's getting better and better for more game time. Even though we said he shouldn't get more game time. <laughs> um, yeah, he'll be an immortal by the end of the season if we keep giving all these games. Uh, he's, yeah, he's he's definitely been better. He's just been solid. He, I, yeah. I'm still not sure if he's ever um, fed a winger from from his spot at centre there. But uh, no. yeah, again ran for over 100 metres. Didn't make any cock ups. Um, just not. Kind of the the sort of guy that's going to slice open a opposition defence or you know put put a winger away with a nice little. Um, he's not a he's not a permanent fix. I just think yeah. it was worth pointing out that he's been improved. Yeah, yeah, definitely credit to uh, to him because we've certainly been unkind to him. Yeah, ever since his debut. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a couple of decent showings in a row. So happy for him to stay there uh, for now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what do you reckon? You gonna leave? You gonna go Warriors? Yeah. Why not? We're a Warriors podcast. Why not tap them? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Oh well, sweet. Manly. Oh well, uh, good. I like the Friday night game. Yeah, I do like the Friday night game. Eight o'clock Friday, New Zealand time. Uh, back in our. Well, we were in that time slot last week, weren't we? So yeah, we've yeah. played plenty of games um, in that slot this year, and. It's worked out. Last week's game, last week's game, I um, it got pretty, like I was getting near the end, I was just getting a bit tired. I was like, I might watch the end of there. 
So I got a bed and then it started sort of ramping up. I was like, screw this. Out of bed, just brushed my teeth, out of bed, cracked another beer, turned on the TV, another log on the fire. I was up and at him. Having a durry out the window, looking at the sliding door. Even so after, all going. I even, shut it down, but yeah. Even after brushing your teeth, that's, uh, that's commitment. <laughs> that's commitment, man. Yeah. That is commitment. Yeah, so yeah, no, I'm looking forward to another Friday like that, hopefully. Uh, well, before we get to Friday, round uh, 13 kicks off with Dragons Roosters. Um, Roosters a bit flat at the moment, still winning their games, but man, they've looked uh, a bit off the pace against the, ti- the Warriors and Titans, only just getting home against both. Thought they were a bit lucky last week with some, uh, you know, things just, the bounce of the yeah. ball went their way and some calls uh, went their way, and they still struggled to get it done few injuries. Kyle Flanagan joins in injured list this week. Uh, still no... Jeez, they've got some injuries. Like, when you actually look at the injuries, you're like, oh yeah, they probably do need a second row like Sonny Bill. They're mm. actually... They're just, if it was any other team, they'd be crippled. Absolutely oh, yeah. crippled. Their depth is amazing, but yeah, they, they, yeah. Um, it's, it's still disruptive, especially when the guys they bring in have not played at all this year. Or not much, yeah. so... Uh, Dragons, couple of losses on in a row. Butchered a 16-0 lead. I was devastated because I was all over the Dragons at the TAB at 16-0. I was starting to, I was spending my winnings in my head. And then, uh, it. Yeah, by half time, I think they'd thrown the lead away. Stuck in it, but yeah, uh, eight point, eight point losses to the Rabbitohs. Good game though, but. Yeah, well, they're not playing bad, are they, the Dragons? They're actually playing um, a good-looking footy. How did, I didn't see too much. Of, what did Hunt go like back in the half? Yeah, not too bad. Didn't stand out, but he certainly didn't, um, wasn't terrible. Um, Matt Dufty, besides a, an intercept he threw um, a bit later, he was sensational in that first half. Um, he's been on fire. Yeah. Uh, some, uh, one of the commentators said that he's... You know, there's an argument that he's been the best player in the competition over the last six weeks, and it's not that far off the mark. Yeah, he's been loose. He, he got picked on quite a lot the last couple of years, old Dusty. And he always seemed to be a pretty good player, but now he's had a bit of time at the back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some, and some brilliant ball playing, not just his uh, running game, really just putting people over for tries. And uh, good to see uh, Corey Norman, the big um, casualty this week. He's been dumped. Adam Clone comes back from injury, and, and Norman's the one to make way. Did he get dumped? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Um, Trent Merrin's also back for the Dragons this week. Um, I'm still going to tip the Roosters, but I'll tell you what, this the way so the Roosters have been going, I think this is going to be a close one. I think there's a 12.5 point start on offer for the Dragons. I'll definitely be taking that. Yeah, is there? Mm. That's, a, that's good. Yeah, it's gonna be. I'm. I'm probably like yourself. I'm going roosters, but this this could go either. Way. Yeah, it's gonna be closer than it would have been if we we're looking at it six yeah. weeks ago. Flanagan's a big out too. He's been playing bloody well for them. Yeah, um, who do they even have in the half? Uh, yeah, so Lachlan Lamb moves off the bench into oh, halfback. Yeah. Uh, Drew Hutchinson, bit of a utility type, joins the bench. Yeah, yeah looking forward to that one though. Um, second game on second game oh, it's the grudge match Rabbitohs Broncos Bennett vs Seabold um, yeah it's hard to get excited about that I'm, go the Broncos yeah I'm all of the Broncos here I'm sick of Bennett's posturing especially if he's not going to come and coach us um, 
and he's been given he's been bullying Seabolt for a year and a half. If this was any other workplace, Bennett would have got fired. Not going to Yeah, <laughs> he's just been relentlessly teasing him and making fun of poor old Seabold, who's just been copping it. I'd, if, yeah, I haven't felt a lot of sympathy for the Broncos or even Seabold um, through this um, horrible form stretch they've been going through. But yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him uh, get the win up here. I, I've never been at all a Broncos fan, but last week against the Sharks, when they scored those couple of tries, I was into it. I was like, yeah, go Broncos. This is awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going Broncos in this. I reckon this is where Broncos are going to... Seabold will get his first win over. Bennett, is it? Will it be his first? Um, no, uh, the Broncos actually beat the Rabbitohs in the last round before the uh, shutdown. Um, that was when the Broncos oh, were playing well. Right? Yeah, well they, yeah, they won their first couple of games were actually looking like a, a decent team. Um, yeah. But big inclusion, David Fafita, first game since the restart. That's yeah. going to be huge. They've lacked uh, game breakers. They've lacked a hell of a lot more than that. But, you know, he's the sort of guy that can turn things around for them. Anthony Milford's out injured, which could probably work in their favour. He's been horrible wherever he's played. Uh, Brody Croft yeah. returns. Nick Dearden, he is going to be a footy player in about two or three years' yeah, time. Yeah, so that, it's good to see them let him sort of settle into that number seven. Uh, and even old Wingy McWinge Winch at fullback went good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, much better at fullback than centre for sure. Uh, poor old Katoni Staggs has been caught up in a revenge porn scandal this afternoon. Um, so hopefully that doesn't adversely affect his performance because he's a fantastic player. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't heard that. Good looking uh, bloke. A good looking bloke. Like, where, where, where would you, um, where would you find? <laughs> if anyone has any links, they can just uh, brand liking at gmail.com. Asking for a friend. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. What about the rabbit? How about they got little mate the shoulder? That guy that's always yeah, broken. He's been uh, named Adam Reynolds, but. Got me under a bit of a cloud, otherwise unchanged. Yeah, still can't get that excited about them. Alex Johnson with the hat trick last week. Cody Walker's really good, but yeah, otherwise, I was even watching that and watching them win, it's probably the first time I've watched them from for 80 minutes this season last week, and I still wasn't that impressed. I've seen someone talking in the week, it might have been, I don't know if it was Kent, Paul Kent or one of them, throw up a good point about the 17 year old they've signed for millions. And then they can't offer Alex Johnson another year or two. Yeah. When they man. know what sort of footy player is already and know what they're going to get. It's out of it that he, yeah, that he hasn't been offered a contract with them. The Warriors should just pay overs for Johnston, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be an epic boy. Mm. Who are you going? Um, well, I'll, I'm like you. I'll be back in the Broncos. Um, if I tip him with my head, probably South, I think we'll get it. Done, but yeah, another one where the Broncos will probably be given a few points head start, and wouldn't mind jumping on them at the tab. Mm-hmm. Oh, I bet rolled up to Saturday. Saturday. Uh, Saturday kicks off with a bit of a fizzer. Melbourne against the Bulldogs. Um, oh no, dogs! I'm liking watching them. How yeah. good a fit Kieran Foran, man. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. He's been great. Uh, they're definitely giving some better teams. A, Fair bit of trouble over the last couple of weeks. Beat Newcastle, almost completed the comeback against Parramatta after being 8-0 down. Um, a couple of young players, they're going to be pretty well 
situated this time next year, I reckon. Yeah, it could be. They need, definitely need a few signings. It's, you look at the yeah. lineup and it's still awful, but they're, still, they're getting a bit out of their uh, their troops. Yeah. And, and oh, some of them are reason, terrible. But, the reason Warren gets injured is because he tagged it so deep to the line. Yeah, oh, and he doesn't mind getting a smack to put the ball in the right place. No, he's a courageous uh, guy. Got to love watching him play. It'd be good to see him playing in a good team again um, next yeah. year. Hopefully that that can happen. A uh, couple of big outs for Melbourne: Cameron Smith out and Ryan Pappenhausen. Pappenhausen as well. Yeah. So young Nico Hines goes into fullback. Old uh, hectic cheese goes into hooker, which is a pretty handy replacement to have. <laughs> <laughs> I still think, uh, yeah, Melbourne would be too too good here, crying it out. Yeah, I'm actually gutted that the Dogs are playing Melbourne. I was hoping they were going to play someone doable after the performance they put in against the field. Yeah, because uh, they knock someone yeah. over, but... It's foregone conclusion, though, isn't it, really? Yeah, I don't see the Storm uh, dropping that one. Uh, second up on Saturday is... Uh, who have we got? Knights, Tigers. Yeah, two teams reeling from last week. Um, Knights weren't too bad in losing to the Storm, but Bradman Best now joins the injured list. Uh, one of the young players, uh, Pasami Solo, got suspended. Um, yeah, they've changed up, changed up a bit here this week. And yeah, uh, Blake Green in, Kurt Manta Hooker. Just a few signs of panic here at the Knights after after that bad loss to the Bulldogs and losing to the Storm. A few injuries, all of a sudden, uh, you know, the gloss is going off Adam O'Brien a little bit. Two teams that be really keen on two points, don't they? Yeah, Tigers, they, they, I, they need it too. I reckon the Tigers, I'm going to go Tigers, I'm going to go Tigers in this one. So they've lost Harry Grant, which is a, a considerably uh, big out there. Brought oh, them. what's what's he up to? Uh, yeah, just out injured. So Moses is is um in it sent um from centre to hooker, which paves the way for Big Joey Leilua to return oh, from yeah. suspension. So who knows what Wait. we're going to get there? But it's compelling viewing either way. That um, Harry Grant actually makes that makes a big difference on picking the winner of this team. Yeah, I've but, had to go the Knights on that basis. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think. I think you're right. Gee, Warriors done well to keep him quiet, didn't they? Yeah, he looked pretty dangerous early, but... Yeah, he just went away. Yeah, sorry. Um, but, yeah, Brandon, well, we'll go night. Back to Melbourne. Sorry, back to that Melbourne game. Just a thing I noticed in the weekend. Is um, Ado Carr running a jerry curl? Is he what? He's looking more running a jerry curl. <laughs> he looks like... He's looking he more can... and more like little Richard every week, that dude. <laughs> Out of it, it looks like. <laughs> I think he's been watching man. that um, Charlie Murphy True, True Hollywood story off Chappelle Show. Team on the pack. That's a ripper, that. Any, if, if you're listening out there still, if you haven't seen Charlie Murphy it, it's Chappelle Show, hook it up. Um, Tigers, Knights, yeah, Knights. Yeah, not, but I mean, not confident in either of those two teams after what we've seen the last couple of weeks. Yeah, Tigers yeah. are starting to fall apart from them for, for them. Four losses from their last five games. And they, oh, Madge yeah, looks like he's at his whip end for some reason. Yeah, come to the Warriors, Madge. You'll, you'll be far calmer over here, mate. Yeah, no, I will look after you. Um, who's last upset? I've missed all these games. My lovely wife's 40th, so we're out for 
out for a few drinks. I'm gonna oh, miss. Nice uh, that doesn't look like I'm missing much yet. So. Well, yeah, probably the bet, the pick of the bunch on Saturday night is last Penrith and Canberra. Um, Penrith still top of the table on fire. Not that good. Just good, you know. They they can grind out wins and then they can destroy teams as well, which they did to Manly last week. Super impressive. Uh, you know that that forward pack's just super tough as well as mobile and dynamic. Uh, yeah, just strike all over the park. Cleary's on fire. Coruscant by the year. Oh yeah, that's Cleary. Like. Best thing that happened to him was Maloney signing with Colour and Dragon. Yeah, I oh, think so. Yeah. so it's and chase. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just super sharp. Uh, they'll, they'll go through a bit of a rough patch at some stage, I think, as you're sort of seeing from the Roosters and Eels at the moment. But at the moment, does um, the, yeah, the, 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 the Panthers of the, the benchmark... Strip have they got at the top? Are they a couple of points clear? Just, like just the one point ahead of, one um, point of the storm. One point, still from so. that draw. Yeah, so it's still pretty tight there. They're looking very, very good for the top four. If they can beat Canberra, who are fifth, that will obviously make that equation um, a lot even better for the Panthers. Uh, yeah, obviously very close to putting twenty on them in the weekend to do the comp to win. Yeah, it's tempting. To win it all. Up. What are they paying to do? Are they at about six or so? For the comp, maybe yeah, six to eight, I guess. Six to eight, yeah. Mm. yeah. What about Canberra? Who have they got coming and going? Uh, they've brought uh, Chance Nickel Klofstats back from that finger injury uh, just in time to replace their rookie winger who's out for a few weeks. Not sure it means Jordan Rapana goes back to the wing. Uh, yeah, it's starting to, to look a bit more solid now with Bateman and Hardaway Niner back or into the team. Um, few wins on the trot. Very, very ugly win over the Cowboys, but they're getting it done. I just, yeah, I don't know. I think, what shit is that field? Yeah, for a new stadium. It's terrible, yeah. Just carved up. One game every two weeks yeah. to get on it. Yeah. And it's acting like that. Isn't that a new surface? Didn't they resurface it as well because they had issues with it? Yeah, we almost ended up with the whole comp up there at one stage, so lucky. <laughs> <girl>. <laughs> That'd be knee deep. <laughs> yeah, who are you going? It's Kenworth uh, yeah. and Penrith. Too good. I just think Raiders have been gutsy to win these three in a row, but they just look like they're barely hanging on at the moment. And against a team like Penrith, I think they're just due a, a bit of an ass kicking, actually. Yeah, right. So a Sunday in front of the fire game is. It's the um, the Gold Coast North Queensland blockbuster, the game that everyone looks forward to uh, every yeah. season. How did I not know that? It's written on the calendar. <laughs> I wrote this on as soon as we come out of lockdown to look forward to. Yeah, um, it should be a ripper. Um, well, the Titans played all right. Yeah. They'll be playing all right. What they, they didn't lose by much. Was no, it? against the Roosters, I thought they were very good. Anthony Don with some uh, magical play. AJ Brimson yeah. back at fullback. Um, I'm liking what we're seeing that Jamal Fogarty denied a try by the video ref, but he, um, yeah, he's, he's coming along. Yeah, he's decent. He's, pack. Is he the standoff? Um, he's at halfback with Taylor. At halfback, yeah. Eight. I'm sorry. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah, he, um, I, I thought he went real well. Um, Michael Morgan back for the Cowboys this week. Big inclusion. First game since the restart. 
and they've also got Josh McGuire back into the team. So, but I'm back in the Titans here at home. Cowboys 0-4 away from Townsville since the restart, leaking plenty of points. Not yeah, Cowboys are hard to get behind at yeah. the moment. I'm going Titans. I like, I like watching the Titans play, regardless of how they're going. Um, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, yeah they're, they're an easy watch. Yeah. Um, and last, probably the best game of the round, uh, as far as I'm concerned, Cronulla against Parramatta. Oh, yeah, this is an out of it game for me. It usually does. Sharks really crept into contention here, up to six spots, six wins from their last seven. Um, I thought they did pretty well to run down the Broncos last week, given all the players they had out. That was out of it last 11 minutes, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was crazy. And uh, Johnson, again, I thought, great control um, in a team that was missing most of its sort of senior players. And, yeah, putting an experienced team came away with it in the end. Yeah, I, I, I reckon Tara are due to click out of this slump. I, I, I don't know. They're too good, of a, too good of a team to be shit for too many weeks in a row. I reckon this might be a, a speed bump for the Sharks this weekend. Seeing a better team, a good team um, on the other side of the field might just spark them into gear again. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's like playing pool against a shit player, you end up at their <laughs> level. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I'm down power. I'm down power. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to jump on the Sharks here. Dugan, Rabian, and um, that might be it. Yeah, Dugan, Dugan and Ramian back. Moylan in at 5'8". Is he? Yeah. The old boy. Yeah, so Townsend's still out. Um, uh, Will Kennedy's been going good at, at fullback, so um, makes sense to bring Moylan in at 5'8". At he was going all right as a ball-playing fullback before he had that little injury break, Moylan. So, yeah, I don't know. There's just something about this uh, Sharks team at the moment. I'm liking what they're throwing down. You've had a little buzz for them all year, really, haven't you? I know it's related to Johnson, but... Yeah. 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 Hey, 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 I'm not having a go. I'm not having a go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just, yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to see them really rocket into contention this year. Wait, yeah, I still... Uh, yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, power. It'll be a good power. one. Looking forward to it. It's a shame it's the last game of the weekend, though. You sort of tuck it out by that last game a lot of the time. Yeah, again, that six o'clock time slot can be frustrating, but... Um, it's better than the old Sunday eight o'clock time slot, yeah, though. no, that was no good. I'm glad to see the, yeah. the, the four o'clock game back. Um, but, yeah, interesting round of footy. Uh, anything yeah, yeah. anything else to add before we sign off, Brad? Oh, no, I think that's it this week. Well, we've got an early... We've, we've, there's probably going to be... A, more material probably for another six podcasts come Friday anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Um, hopefully news cycles can at least calm down a little bit and we can actually focus on a, a good performance without all the peripheral stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Up the Vodafone wire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, enjoy. Enjoy, team. Thanks for listening again and we'll catch you next week.